It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. You are locked on Washington football team, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. You are Locked On Washington Football with your host of the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast, Dave Harrison and Chris Russell. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON20, and you will get 20% off of your next order of the best protein bar you'll ever taste. Welcome to today's episode. Find Chris outside of the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast over the Team 980, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday, and on the Radio.com app, and writing for Washington Football on SI.com. Find me four days a week over the Locked On Bucks podcast, as well as BucksNation.com, covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for SB Nation. On Twitter, find Chris at Russellmania621. Find me at DHarrison82 and find the show at LockedWFTPod. Welcome to returning and new listeners to today's episode, starting off a new week of Washington football team coverage. Uh, please, if you haven't already, subscribe to the show, leave a rating, leave a review. We greatly appreciate it. It'll help other franchise fans find this show just like you did. And Chris... It wouldn't be another week of covering the Washington football team franchise if we didn't have more Dan Snyder to talk about. So you know what? Let's just rip the Band-Aid off and start the new week with Dan Snyder before we get into the rest of our content. Yeah, David, I hope you had a good weekend. hope everybody had a good weekend. hope you had a better weekend than probably Dan Snyder had. So in case you don't know what David is referring to, uh, since our last episode, uh, the Sports Junkies, long-time running uh, morning show in Washington, D.C. on 106.7 The Fan, and in full disclosure, again, I've worked with these guys for a long time. They've broken plenty of stories. Uh, they have a lot of good contacts, a lot of good connections. So they apparently obtained a part of the Beth Wilkinson NFL report apparently before the NFL did because the NFL immediately said um, while they they rejected the contents of the of of, of the um, of what they said about it uh, they also said oh by the way we haven't received it I don't know how you can say uh, something is wrong if you haven't received it but that's a whole different story and anyway the junkies basically uh, outlined what portion that they saw and David the the, the crux of it is. 
the two options, they're not recommendations, uh, they're options that Beth Wilkinson supposedly recommended, I'm sorry, supposedly mentioned and wrote in the in the report, which is said to be about 130 pages, is for one, Dan Snyder to divest himself of ownership, two, a potential long suspension. So when I ask, when I say that to you, semantics aside, politics aside, what does that mean to you? Uh, I mean, that, that means that what they found and what they've discovered is very, very serious. I mean, you don't you don't ask for an owner uh, to essentially be forced out of his own team and forced to uh, to sell their shares and their and their stake in the franchise without some very serious evidence and some very serious backing up. And then, you know, going to going to the state of at least a long suspension. I mean, uh, you know, again, every every time, you know, this stuff comes up, it just kind of brings up. Uh, you can't even say it opens an old wound because the wound really hasn't been closed. And I think the fans of the franchise are just kind of waiting for a resolution. I know I've seen some on social media platforms basically just begging for this thing to just be over with and, and figure out what the future of the franchise is going to be, good, bad, or indifferent. And I think most uh, outsiders, and then that's kind of where I can talk about this, and we, we did – I have a quick conversation when I first joined the show about this. Most of us on the outside looking in uh, kind of look at this as a situation where we can't see how Dan Snyder's in this franchise's future. But if there's even a recommendation of just a long suspension, I say just, but of a long suspension, then perhaps there is Dan Snyder in this franchise's future. Um, so we'll just have to see what the rest of the information is uh, when it, when it, when it's made public. Yeah. It's, it's kind of twisted because we don't know if that report is going to be made public. It should be, but the Jerry Richardson report uh, back a couple of years ago was not. And right. we know that he was heavily fined and essentially he was kind of, you know, pushed. I, I don't think he was ever, if I remember correctly, I don't think he was ever forced to sell, but I think he was also looking to get out and it was strongly recommended. Right. So uh, here's the problem for everybody that thinks, well, the only answer is Dan Snyder not being the owner. We should point out, and, and and it's reasonable to point this out, if Dan Snyder, first of all, is voted out, now I believe it's three-quarters majority of the NFL ownership, so you know 23 out of 31 or whatever it is, there is going to be mega, 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 mega lawsuits, and this mm. might not be solved for years. Yeah. So you know, for everybody lashing out and saying, oh, a suspension would be too soft and too light, yeah, a suspension with no teeth would be, but- Getting him and evicting him essentially from ownership in the NFL and from this network uh, and and meaning this network of uh, of ownership uh, and owners is is really 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 difficult to do. Yeah. Uh, even if you have the votes, because again, Dan Snyder is not going to go. Oh, okay, you guys don't want me to play anymore. I'll take my toys and go home. That's not going to happen. If Dan has shown anything, it's definitely the willingness and the ability to fight. Uh, you know, whatever, whatever is coming his way. So if the NFL or the owners or whoever decides that they want to try to push him out the door, it's, it's not going to be, he's not going to pack his bags and just walk out to the front yard himself. He's, he's definitely going to fight this thing. So yeah, for, for the fans of the franchise and for even people just around the league and maybe even in the media that are kind of hoping to be done with this in, in, in some sort of quick fashion, I think you're hundred percent right. There's really no way that, that that's going to happen because Dan Snyder's not going to let it happen. He is dug into this franchise and, and, you know, uh, for what it's worth, listen, there, there are some owners, you know, in professional sports, I'm not going to name names or even say necessarily all of them are in the NFL, but there are some owners in professional sports that given the right type of circumstance or given the right type of scandal would more or less just basically, Hey, look, I'm just gonna wash my hands and walk away. I'm good. It's not worth it. You know what I mean? So I guess if you want to look at some silver linings to, to some negative situations, at least you have an owner that cares enough about the franchise that he doesn't want to let go uh, for whatever that is worth. 
Um, lots more to come on that, obviously, as, as the stories continue to break and the information continues to become developed. And I would say, fortunately, Chris, you're not going to be able to put any money on the outcome. I think that's this is probably one of those situations you don't want to necessarily put money on. But there are plenty of situations in sport in the sports world and really in the entertainment world that you can put money on. And if you're looking to do so, head on over to our friends over at betonline.ag. They are the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action, whether it's NBA, college basketball, NHL, the NFL futures that you should be and can bet on. Go on over to betonline.ag. They've even got you covered for awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They've got you covered for all the news, scores, and odds you need. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. When you sign up for your free account, use the promo code Locked On with your first deposit, and you will get a 50% welcome bonus on that deposit. Again, that's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with betonline.ag. Using the promo code Locked On, BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Hey guys, it's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line, or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can listen to alternate routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right, we're covering everything you need to know about the Washington football team, but what about the rest of sports? Now, the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today, hosted by our pal, the great Peter Bukowski. Uh, and it's all the sports news you need. Every morning, it's under 20 minutes. Subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts, including the Washington football team podcast, the Locked On Washington football team podcast, I should say. I'm Chris Russell along with David Harrison. You can follow David on Twitter at dharrison82, at dharrison82, me at Russellmania621, the podcast at LockedWFTPod. Uh, you can read David at BucksNation.com, part of SBNation.com, and also listen in with James Jericho on the Locked On Bucks podcast. Not a bad deal. The two teams that started off the NFL playoffs, at least in the in the wildcard round, on a Saturday night. David is involved with both of them. So check that out. Um, David, we had a chance to catch up with a guy that I've covered since 2010. He arrived as an undrafted uh, player and tight end out of UCLA. And um, he turned into one of the smartest NFL players that I've ever been around uh, and uh, got the pleasure to cover and talk to. And, um, and, and he's been great to me and we, you and I had a chance to catch up with him. He's a big listener to the locked on Washington football team uh, podcast. So we thought, eh, you know what, why don't we ask him to come on and be our special guest? It's Logan Paulson. And what we're going to do is split up. The conversation was so great guys. It's going to take us a couple of days to get it, uh, get into it all. So we're going to split it up into a couple of parts. Today is part one. Listen to Logan Paulson, NFL veteran tight end, 
uh, and David Harrison and myself chop it up. We're pleased to be joined by one of my guys that, uh, you know, every time I get to talk to him, I get smarter and hopefully you guys will get smarter and enjoy uh, listening to him. He played in the NFL at a high level, uh, came in in 2010 with Mike Shanahan, uh, undrafted out of UCLA and had a hell of an NFL career at tight end uh, and did a lot of good. Uh, and now he's working at 106.7 The Fan doing some media analyst work. Uh, and as well, he does a tremendous job on his pot on on Instagram, I should say, Logan underscore Paulson 82 uh, is where you find it. And it's the aforementioned Logan Paulson. What's up, Logan? how are you i'm good man thanks for having me on it's it's really funny to be listening to you do the intro because i listen to you that every week when i listen to your show so it's nice to be here be, be, be a member of it you know what i mean you know you, you are uh david i don't know if you know this but logan is 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 very 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 loyal to that i mean like <laughs> like he would come in and be like hey man he's like i heard you talking about this and i'm like oh god i hope i didn't say anything stupid no, that's god, good it keeps I you hope. accountable yeah <laughs> right like like i mean so thankful that he listens and he actually likes me for whatever reason <laughs> Uh, because I'm a dum dum, and uh, and so I'm very, uh, we're very fortunate, and we appreciate you coming aboard um, with us here, uh, Logan. So, um, you know, one thing we brought up, um, I think it was about a week ago, you were on the radio with Pete Medhurst and myself, and you were talking about Jacoby Brissett yep. potentially being a fit with the Washington Football Team, and that's a name that just hasn't gotten a lot of run. Maybe it's because yes. you know there are other big names out there. Can you? I know he likes to dial up the long ball. He seems pretty accurate in that regard. I know he come out of New England. So, you know, you know, he's been around some good coaches, uh, Frank Reich, the last couple of years, but for whatever reason, hasn't been able to put it together. Can you identify for our audience why you think he might be a good fit in the Washington offense? So for me, like the free agency period is this time of like just tremendous hype. Everyone always talks about, oh, this big name, this big name. And I think a lot of it is just name recognition. And that's why people get called into like these these, 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 you know, the Cam Newton joining the Washington football team. But if you watch Cam Newton's tape, like he has been a tremendous contributor to the NFL for a long time, done some really dynamic things, you know, MVP caliber seasons, all those kind of things, but he's not that same guy anymore. So if you expect him to come in and be that player, that's not what he's going to be. He's going to be in a mentorship type role, kind of a game managing type role, probably for the year and then probably move on. Right. But to me, you're paying for the name when you, when, you, when it comes to that. Right. So why not look at some of these other options out there, other guys who have, have had successful careers in that kind of role. Like Kobe, Jacoby Brissett to me is interesting because that's how he's characterized his career. Andrew Luck goes down, he takes over for a season. As a bridge guy, he's very comfortable with that. He's a good professional, like you mentioned, under Tom Brady. And I think he just has a skill set that fits what the Washington football team needs right now. They are looking for a franchise quarterback. They're looking for a game-changing player. They're not going to have to overpay for him, and he's going to win you some games, right, especially with the defense playing uh, the way they did last year. He's going to come in. He's going to learn the offense quickly and effectively and execute it effectively, and that's really what you're looking for in this kind of gap year if you don't find someone who you think is your franchise answer. So that's why I, that why that's why that name makes a ton of sense to me. Not going to be super expensive. He, he's familiar with this kind of level of responsibility. So why not take someone who's cultivated a skill set around the position that you need and, and, and insert him for a year and then let him be a backup or whatever he's going to be. So that, that's why that name kind of resonated with me. Yeah. And Logan, when I heard, when I heard you talk about Jacoby, that really, that really hit the spot with me. And I mean, I really agreed with everything you said there. Um, but another quarterback that's come up in that conversation is Teddy Bridgewater. 
And yeah. Mike Robinson on NFL Network actually over the weekend mentioned that he thinks Teddy ends up in Washington. That's kind of a prediction that he's making now. You know, he's he's more in the twenty mid $20 million range on average for the last two years of his contract, and you're talking about a trade. So there's some draft capital there. But what do you feel about Teddy Bridgewater, the potential of reuniting with, with Scott Turner there in Washington? Well, again, there's a guy that I think is a great fit also, kind of for the same reasons we talked about with Jacoby. I think he's a little bit more of a of a true starter. He's probably like – He's definitely top 32 quarterbacks in the NFL, maybe top 25. He gives you some some game managing kind of ability. He's not going to ruin it for you. He can make some plays when he has to. I think the thing that really is uh, tough with him is the price tag, right? You mentioned the draft capital. That's something that in a, in a building organization, draft capital to me, if for the GM, Logan Paulson, that comes at a premium. There is nothing more valuable than first round picks and draft capital. And so you better feel really darn good about that player. And I don't know if I feel that way. Like I've told Chris this before and you know we're meeting now for the first time so you don't know this about me but it takes a lot for me to say oh i'm going to give away a first round pick and then pay somebody a lot of money like it it just doesn't work for me i think you could get similar miles out of a guy like kyle dallin it's not going to be the same you're going to take your bumps you're going to take your lumps but at least you keep you retain that draft capital and you're building into 2022 if you have to and i think that's how you have to look at this long term right what's the length of ron's contract where is this team going to be not next year because next year quite frankly is still a rebuilding year for this football team so Mm -hmm. if you don't find your franchise guy next year you still have next year i think or the year after, excuse me. So I think that's something that has to be kept in mind, right? You don't want to mortgage the farm on a guy that's going to be here for a year until you find your franchise guy. I think you get by with a bridge guy for this year. And it's just about making sure that selection doesn't hurt you from a draft capital standpoint and doesn't break your pocketbook. Cause you've got a couple guys here that are good football players that need to be extended. And that's something that needs to be considered. All right. Once again, that is part one of Logan Paulson, longtime NFL veteran tight end. Uh, and he does a tremendous job with his analysis. You guys are going to love what he's got to say about the Washington tight end position and much more coming up over the next couple of episodes here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. We are brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. You know, we've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar. And trust me, guys, it is 100% chocolate on all bars. But now it is time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It's Built Bar Madness. That's right, baby. Today's matchup to get the bracket going is Apple Almond Crisp versus Churro Puff and peanut butter brownie versus raspberry david who you picking uh, i gotta go apple almond crisp in that first matchup against churro puff and it's not because churros are, are not amazing and the, and the puff bars aren't amazing by themselves really it's going to be the the value of the best ability being availability apple almond crisp is available 24 7 churro puff so far a special release the puffs are not a part of the regular rotation at builtbar.com yet hopefully they will become one and when they do then i think churro puff rises up the ranks but because Apple Almond Crisp is always there when you need it or you want it, I got to give them the nod. And the peanut butter brownie, that's going to be really hard to hard to defeat. To defeat, and I just don't think raspberry packs enough punch by itself to defeat uh, the PB brownie, as as they like to call it. I mean, I hate to be predictable, but I'm going to go with you on both of those selections. So we have Apple Almond Crisp and peanut butter brownie. Moving on in the Built Bar Madness bracket. Go to BuiltBar.com or to at Built underscore bar on Twitter. That's at Built underscore bar on Twitter. And don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON20, 
Locked on 20 to get 20% off your next order. That's locked on 20 to get 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Back now to wrap up this Monday episode of the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast and Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson could be on the move this offseason. Tune in to Locked On Seahawks and Locked On Texans to hear what our local experts are willing to trade for their star quarterbacks. Listen to Locked On Seahawks and Locked On Texans on Radio.com and wherever you get podcasts. Chris, wrapping up today's episode, it's Monday, so it's Mock Draft Monday, and we've got a brand new one just published this weekend from Chad Reuter over at NFL.com. We've got four rounds that Chad went through, and Lord bless him, he actually went in there and projected compensatory picks, which I think is amazing. Um, and obviously adds value to any fourth fourth round because that's the problem with mock drafts this time of year. Once you get past the third round, you're pretty much kind of walking around in fool's gold because those comp picks are going to push a whole lot of things to the right and a whole lot of players down the board that otherwise would have been third round picks. So Chad going and, and really doing the good work. We've got a lot of picks to get through here in this mock draft, so we're going to kick it off by jumping right to pick 15 because in Chad's mock draft, the Washington football team sends a 2022 third round selection to trade up with the New England Patriots to select Alabama wide receiver Jalen Waddle. Yeah, going from 19 to 15, and they do have an extra third-round pick as a result of the Trent Williams uh, trade last year. Um, so I could see this, but here's my question. Do you really need – like, I, I could certainly see you needing to trade up and having to trade up for Jalen Waddle in New England, the team that they would – be trading for certainly figures to be in the wide receiver market but do you need a wide receiver by the time you get to draft weekend that bad in order to do this i think you solve your major need quite honestly in free agency uh, a guy like curtis samuel maybe one of the big fish we'll talk about that obviously more uh, as we go along i don't know if you need to be this aggressive david yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, I like Jalen Waddle. I think I like what he brings to the field when he's healthy, and that's the other concern is he's coming off of an injury that, that cost him uh, pretty much his entire last season at Alabama. So that's obviously going to be a concern. There's no combine. Pro days are limited. So, I mean, there's not a whole lot of up-to-date research you can do. And then you look at the offseason, you're not going to have OTAs most likely. You may not have rookie camps. Your training camp might be uh, shrunk again. And then who knows what the preseason is going to look like. So, I mean, when you when you go through all those factors – it's, it's kind of hard to throw that much draft cap because, again, uh, and this kind of goes back to the conversation we had with Logan when we get to the draft spot. You know, you're not just in this situation, you're not just spending a first round draft pick on this kid. You're spending a first and a third round draft pick on this mm -hmm. kid. So if you're going to do that, those question marks kind of make that hard to digest. Love the talent. I wish he hadn't gotten injured. But I mean, honestly, if he wasn't injured, he probably wouldn't be sitting there at 15 for them to trade up for uh, in the first place. But then, Chris, moving into the second round of this at pick 51, uh, the Washington football team goes to the Ohio State Buckeyes roster and they select guard Wyatt Davis. Yeah, I, I think this is interesting because I, I do think this is more of a need than people are going to 
uh, realize, you know, David, we've talked about the Brandon Sheriff situation. And as we record this on March 7th, we're running, you know, we're running out of time for them to make a decision on the franchise tag, number one. And number two, even if they do, there's no guarantee that uh, there's a long-term deal. And basically you look at guys like Wes Schweitzer, sure. Sadiq Charles, who can't stay healthy, at least through his rookie year. Wyatt Davis, I think, would be a good value pick at this particular spot uh, midway through the second round. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can never have too much depth on the offensive line. And then when you look at the Washington offensive line, you know, like you said, the future of Brandon Scherf is up in, up in the air as we're recording this. And even if he's back, especially if he's back on a one-year franchise tag, or even if he's back on a two-year, three-year deal even, you know, that you you have no idea how that's going to go down. You've mentioned it before on this show, uh, some of the injury histories that Brandon has, has dealt with, and that's unfortunate. But the bottom line is you don't want to be caught unprepared. If he's available and he's here and he's healthy, then you've got two really good interior offensive linemen to hopefully anchor your offensive line in front of your new quarterback. If not, then you have a good young player to develop to, for the future of your offensive line. Chris, moving to the third uh, third round, we've got pick 74. The Washington football team gets cornerback Eric Stokes out of Georgia. And then moving down the list at pick 82, they also get Miami tight end Brevin Jordan. So a cornerback and a tight end in the third round. How do you feel about those picks? Yeah, I mean, all all need selections, right? I mean, we've touched on tight end. Uh, we'll talk more about that with Logan Paulson and, and kind of the need with Jeremy Sprinkle. And, you know, sure, absolutely, Logan Thomas had a great year, but he's only under contract for one more year. You don't know how teams are going to adjust to him. And just going back to the number 74 pick, I mean, we know Ronald Darby is a free agent. We know Fabian Moreau is a free agent. We discussed that last week. What's interesting about this, and maybe only a nerd like me would – would know Eric Stokes, if that's the pick, well, a guy by the name of Eric Stokes is the director of personnel for the Washington football team. And he essentially replaced Kyle Smith after being brought in from the Carolina Panthers just a couple of months ago. So that would be kind of an interesting coinky dink. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't think anybody can say that Chad Reuter has not done his research on these rosters. I think yeah. he's, he's going along. I mean, you could say it's a fairly predictable line, like, you know what I mean, like biggest team need and, and all that stuff. But he's also finally finding really talented players at those positions. And then you get into the fourth round. And really, when you start at the fourth round of a draft, fifth, sixth, seventh, especially, you're really looking for developmental guys. They usually have like one really strong athletic trait, whether it be speed, size, strength, something like that, that you're looking to try to mold into kind of a role player situation that you can that you can use on your team. And, and hey, every once in a while you get lucky and you draft the greatest quarterback of all time in the sixth round of the NFL draft. Here, the Washington football team in the fourth round of this mock draft go running back. They add to that running back room and they grab Ramondre Stevenson, senior out of Oklahoma. I think most, and I don't know how you feel about this, David. I guess we haven't really discussed this. I do think they need another running back. And I do think it's going to be a higher priority than people realize only because you know, J.D. McKissick has one more year left on his contract. Peyton Barber has one more year left on his contract. And Antonio Gibson, while he had an outstanding first 11 games, 11 rushing touchdowns, remember, he was a college receiver, so he's still learning the position, number one. And number two, we know how the shelf life of an NFL running back uh, isn't very long, and it's a physical position, and you get beat up. And, and essentially that, well, not essentially, I mean, Antonio Gibson did get beat up a little bit in the Pittsburgh game. So you need to have have other options I wouldn't be surprised at all if they go running back and even if it if they go running back earlier than pick 125 yeah no absolutely and I think that they definitely could use some help there I mean I like you know going all the way down the depth chart I even like Peyton Barber 
But you look at you look at what this what this player brings, what Stevenson brings, and he's in his NFL.com draft profile calls him a wrecking ball. And I think that's a perfect description for him. Mm-hmm. And you look at that running back room in Washington again. Nobody's going to at chat on Twitter and say you don't know what you're talking about about this roster because what is that running back room really missing? Again, I love Peyton Barber, but to call him a wrecking ball or a bowling ball, he's a a good tough inside runner. He does tend to fall forward. But I think that Stevenson brings another layer to that and can develop develop into a really big threat, uh, especially inside the red zone, especially inside five short yardage situations. He gets that six foot frame, two hundred plus pounds going forward at a, at a high rate of speed. It's going to be really hard to stop him, especially with some of the smaller linebackers in the league today. Again, another thing we talked to uh, to Logan Paulson about in our interview. No doubt about it. And if we have just a minute or two uh, left, we're going to do our free agent focus. Uh, here and just get a quick thought. and Maybe we can expand more uh, because of time uh, as we move along. Juju Smith-Schuster, we keep talking about veteran receivers. Here's a guy who, you know, mostly works out of the slot, short precision passing offense in Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm not a huge Juju Smith-Schuster guy. I don't know about you, David, but I wouldn't go here. No, I mean, Washington, you know, they're looking for a true number one. You know what I mean? A lot of people look at Terry McLaurin and you know, he might have a number one ceiling on him and he might get there someday. And I would love, you know, I'm a huge fan of Terry McLaurin, so I'd love to see him reach that true number one NFL receiver status. But right now he's a number two guy and he looks like he's probably one of the better number two guys in the league. So if you're going out and you're spending big money on a wide receiver, which you're going to have to do to bring Juju into your team, you're looking for a number one guy. And Juju to me is a number two guy. And I think we've already seen that Juju's ceiling is going to be number two. I, I think he's going to need a running mate uh, for the entire of his career for him to be really maximizing it in his potential. So I love Juju. I love his personality. Uh, I didn't find his dancing as disrespectful as some people did on the logos a little bit much. I think you do it on the 20. You're probably okay. Um, I love his Madden presence. You know what I mean? He's a big gamer, big, uh, big social media presence for, for the younger generation. Uh, but for the, for the fit for Washington and the amount he's going to cost, I'm not, I'm not on board with it. I would be su- incredibly surprised to see him wearing burgundy and gold this year. All right. That is David Harrison. That is our free agent focus. Also our mock draft Monday, as we just told you about, um, you know, some details about that. We'll be doing a lot more mock draft stuff and speculation as draft and free agency is on the way. Thanks very much to Logan Paulson, part one of that interview in this episode. More parts coming up of the great Logan Paulson throughout the week. Thank you for joining us right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Again, make sure you rate, review, subscribe, share, download, just everything. Just keep the train on the tracks, baby. Uh, And we appreciate you being with us back with more in a flash right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.